Hi, I'm Lucy Quinlan, and you're listening to Pillow Talk. If you're new to the podcast, here's what you need to know. Pillow Talk is a podcast where we take Arthur Aron's 36 question study, otherwise known as the questions that lead to love, and get couples to ask the questions to each other right here on this podcast. Each episode features a different couple, whether it's two strangers, siblings, best friends, a married couple, or even two people who have had a one night stand, and we see if the 36 questions lead to love or make them fall even further. Today's episode features two strangers, Nick Stratford and Mariana Umera. Nick and Mariana had never met each other before we recorded this podcast. The 36 questions were originally designed for two strangers, so this was a duo I really wanted to record. I think all three of us expected for the experience to be slightly more awkward than it was, but as per usual, I was completely surprised by how open they both were, as well as how comfortable they seemed to get with each other over the hour and a half it took for us to record. Here is Nick and Mariana. Before we begin, do you guys want to just introduce yourselves? Um, all right, well, I'm Nick. Um, I'm a fourth year philosophy student from a small town in Ontario, like halfway between here and Toronto okay. and Coburg. Um, yeah. I, I know, know someone from Coburg. Actually, here. Yeah, Annika. Annika Kwok? Yeah, yeah, we went to high school together. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. So one of my good friends. Um, okay, my name is Mariana. I'm in fourth year commerce. Um, and I'm from North Van um, in BC. And usually this is where I would ask you guys how you know each other, but since in we this don't. case we, we don't. don't. <laughs> um, so I guess we can just jump right in. Would you like to be famous? Uh, if so, in what way? No. I'm like... <laughs> um, I don't really do well, like... In spotlight, so I think probably not. But I'd like to be like, I've always like had this weird thing where I think I'd like to be almost like friends with a famous person or like manage a famous person. I think that would be fun, right. but I don't think I myself would like want to be famous. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think I'm pretty much with you there. <laughs> uh, I don't think I'd like to be famous. I'm I'm pretty comfortable just like flying under the radar, like being not in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. If I was famous though, and like it just happened to be that that was the case, it I think I'd, I'd want to be famous for like maybe like a humanitarian effort or something mm-hmm. like that. For sure. Um, yeah, I think that, that would probably be the only reason I'd want to be famous. Yeah, no, fair. Um, what would constitute mm-hmm. a perfect day for you? Oh gosh. Um... I think just one, it'd have to be like kind of busy because I hate not doing anything. Because I know like some people would be like, oh, like a lazy day or whatever, but like I think I need to like do stuff. Um, probably just spending a lot of time with my friends, which is like super cliche to say, but I think like some kind of outing or like some kind of activity with my friends would like make me really happy and like brunch or something. Yeah. <laughs> um,. Okay, for me, I think waking up, like, relatively early, but not, like, when you're tired and wake up early, because that sucks. Like, maybe I had, like, a good night's sleep. (laughs) I wake up early, I'm feeling nice. Um, It's raining outside in the morning, like, you know, a nice, like, slow morning where you Mm -hmm. just, like, read a book or relax, and then, like, afternoon clears up, go outside, maybe for, like, a walk in the woods. (laughs) Um, 
I'm really trying to think of the perfect day here. Um, yeah, walk in the woods with, maybe with my dog. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be cool. I don't know. Then like reconvene like for dinner with my family, friends. Mm-hmm. Just spend kind of the evening with them. Yeah. I think that would be cool. I feel like you can make that happen. 100%. <laughs> I, know, I know. I know. I feel like it's a very tangible perfect day. Makes me makes me wonder why I haven't had perfect days before. <laughs> it's the weather. The weather's really holding it back. Yeah. It has to be the perfect weather. Yeah. Um when did you last sing to yourself or to someone else? Um <laughs> I think last time I sang to myself Oh, it was definitely on the on my walk back from work on Saturday evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I finished. I was one of the first people who was cut that night, so I was just walking back, and I was like on my way, I think to one of my friends' houses. I'm not. Anyway, that doesn't matter. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was just I was singing "Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds" to myself. Dude. I just had I just had my earphones in, and I was just going for it. I don't, it's one of my favorite songs. Yeah. So I just. Whenever it comes on in like a, a shuffle, it's just like has to be sung. It's just um, to someone else, probably not in a long time. I'm not the great uh, greatest singer, so keep that to myself. Typically. Yeah. I guess maybe if there was a stranger on the street that heard me, because that would count. That would count. Yeah. But I, I can't tell you for sure if that happened. Um, I don't sing to myself actually, really, because I kind of. I kind of, like, hate the sound of my own voice, so I, like, don't really sing to myself. Maybe, like, sometimes in the shower, but, like, even then, like, I'm not really, like, a big shower singer. Um, But to someone else, would say, like, probably on Sunday night at Comprom when we were all at Trinity, (laughs) I was probably screaming something at the top of my lungs to somebody at some point. So I would say that was the last time to someone else, because that's, like, the only time I sing when I'm, like... Mm-hmm. at the clubs <laughs> when you can't hear yourself when I can't hear myself because everyone else is screaming louder right. than I am yeah <laughs> do, you, do you have a secret hunch about how you will die um not really I I'd like to think that I die in like a cool way I think that would be same that would be yeah. like I don't know maybe I'll, maybe like fighting off like a pack of wolves or like wrestling a grizzly mm-hmm. like <laughs> I think that that would be like a cool way to go. Mm-hmm. I think it kind of suck if I got like some sort of like food poisoning or you know, <laughs> and you just go like that. Like that'd just be horrible. Knock on wood. I don't want. <laughs> I know. Don't want that. But um, yeah, I don't really have like something I'm set on. I just like hope it's cool. <laughs> I actually have the same thing. I always like think like you know, some people are like really scared of like skydiving or like mm. roller coaster stuff. I'm like, okay, if you like was skydiving and you were like actually having the time of your life for like 30 seconds and you just hit the ground and died like think about how happy you were in that like half second before you actually died like that'd be kind of like not a sick way to go but like out of all the ways you could go like i'd say probably one of the better um but i don't know if that will actually happen um yeah i just hope it's not like something where i'm like in a lot of pain or like in a hospital for like a super long time beforehand because that's just kind of sad um, so I either hope it's, like, kind of quick and, like, kind of cool, like you were saying, or just, like, in my sleep or something, and, like, I don't even notice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Huh? For what in your life do you feel most grateful? Wow. Well, <laughs> um, I think, like, 
being alive in general. I think I'm pretty grateful for that that that's happened. Mm-hmm. It's pretty um yeah, it's pretty undeserved, I think. Really <laughs> like it's just kind of like all right, you know, you're just alive now. Mm-hmm. Um so that's I'm I'm grateful for that, but I guess like in my life, I think having such a a close and supportive family and and friends, I think mm-hmm. I think that's really important and I'm definitely grateful that that I have that for sure. Mhm. I was gonna say kind of the same thing. Like I'm really grateful that my parents are like super supportive in anything that I like want to mm-hmm. do and like do do. Um, and then also just for like having such a good group of friends here and like also back home. Um, and then also just like for like my health and like things in general. Like I I haven't like had to deal with any like super hard things. Like some people do definitely um, in their lives, and I feel like. I've gotten by like pretty unscathed by life mm-hmm. so far, so um, I'm just grateful for that. I think. Yeah. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, anything else, what would you want to know? Um. I would want to know if, like, on my deathbed or like when I'm like older if I reflect on my life and, and think, yeah, like I had a good life, I was happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I would want to know if, if I led a good, good and happy life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh God. Um, I don't know what I'd want to know. I think, I think similarly, I just like, like to know if I, end up happy which I think like I will I mean if I just like pursue the things that make me happy I think I will um but yeah I think that like freak me out because what if you weren't and then you'd be like oh now I gotta change something in my life and like get on it I know that's what I was thinking like what if I what if it came back that I wasn't happy and then I try my whole life to like make that make different sure, but yeah. then actually that's what makes me unhappy and like that would be so like so I don't I even know. know if I'd want to know mm-hmm. um, what does friendship mean to you? <laughs> um, I guess it just means like having a, it's like a family almost like a family that you chose it yourself mm-hmm. um and like that support system I think is like what makes a friendship um yeah it's like it's like a family that you pick mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um honestly like the exact same mm-hmm. I, I feel like friendship is just like like my best friends are my family mm-hmm. you know like I know that they're gonna have my back they know that I'm gonna have theirs like if anything was to go wrong um like having that support system, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Friendship to me is, is like a family thing. What's your most terrible memory? Um, okay, I have two. I guess one was when, okay, one was when I found out my mom had breast cancer. Um, I remember like her playing it off like it was nothing, and I was like, no, this is something I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I was like, no, this is like a really big deal. Um, she was like, oh, no, like, it's fine. I stepped through the hospital, like, a few times, and, like, nothing's going to happen. Don't worry. And I remember just, like, going to my room and, like, crying. 
like so long. Um, and then, um, yeah, and she, the way she just played it off was just, like, she really didn't want me to feel bad about it. And then, like, over the next couple weeks, she'd just, like, come home from the hospital and, like, throw up in the bathroom for hours. Um, because, like, the treatment, like, would do that to her. And my mom is, like, the strongest person I know and, like, would never want me to see her like that. And so that was, like, really hard for me to see, I think. Um, just because, like, in no other situation did I see my mom, like, in such a, like, vulnerable position. Um, and then the other one was when I was in, I was at school, and I got a text from my mom that my dad was in a car accident, um, because he bikes to work, he, like, commutes to bike to work, um, in the summer and, like, spring, and I got a text, my mom was like, oh, your dad was hit by a car when he was on his bike, um, and she wasn't sure, like, if he was okay or not. Um, and that was pretty scary just because, like, we didn't know if he was okay. He's, like, finally just, like, broke. Um, he was unconscious, so he doesn't remember the accident. But he just, like, broke his collarbone and had a bit of a concussion. Um, but, like, while at school, it was, like, pretty hard a couple hours. Um, but those are, the, those are the two. I can't believe I'm crying. I'm, like, so overtired. <laughs> Okay, your turn. Please don't cry. Yeah. Well, um, I think one of my my most terrible memories um, is in first year. It was it was kind of like a period of like a week. Um, I was in the library with two of my friends, mm-hmm. and I got a text from my dad saying that our like my childhood like dog was mm-hmm. was sick and I knew I knew he was over the summer um like kind of spring into the summer he started developing like a a tumor like on his chest and it you know it's in a place where you can't remove yeah. it um so we knew his time was limited but didn't know like how limited and and he was like his name was Finn and <laughs> and he was a golden and he was like the first animal, like the first dog that I'd ever, ever owned or like had like as a family, and we got him when I was in grade like four or five. So like I'd kind of grown up with him, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, I got the text saying he he had to be put down, like he could no longer really support his his own weight, mm-hmm. um, and I just remember being so distraught. Um, I didn't say anything to my two friends. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just like as quickly and like I was shaking like um, packed up my stuff and I just left and they all like they both of them they looked at me like where are you going and I just couldn't say anything to them I left and I I went actually across we were in Botterill (laughs) and and I left and I went uh, across the street to the park and it was like 9 p.m. and I just like sat under a tree and was just like alone and just upset like just was I felt like that was now I was safe to be upset like I was I held it in like long enough now it's okay nobody's around Mm -hmm. um and then I ended up going home and like being I'm I'm the oldest boy in my family so (laughs) I I thought like like it was my job to go because my dad my dad was going my mom was going but I knew my mom all right I didn't think my mom um, could do it like without me and and she said like yeah. I'd like you to come and and keep her company and stuff and I, and I thought like I was ready like that's like I can do it 
and just seeing him hop into the car like he did for any other car ride Mm -hmm. you know like barely being able to to walk and then as soon as he sees we're going in the car and the um the trunk opens up like he just hops right in Mm -hmm. um and I just like broke down I could not handle it and um and I couldn't go um I couldn't go I couldn't bring myself to be strong enough to go and and that haunts me to this day I think um and that was just such a terrible, terrible <laughs> Um, Alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Share a total of five items. Uh, um, <laughs> um, right now, okay, I get the sense that you're, like, a really genuine person. Like, you're a really genuine guy, so. Thank you. <laughs> um... I think you're a really brave person, um, especially from from what you've you've been sharing. <laughs> I think very very brave. I think family is really important to you, and that's like always a really good characteristic. You talk about your family a lot. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> I think you. I think you have a really nice smile. <laughs> um, no, I'm not gonna stop. <laughs> Um, I think your friends are really lucky to have you as a friend, too. Because you always talk about, like, how important that support system is. And that's why I think, like, since you value that, you're probably, like, really good at doing that for your friends. Um, this is a hunch, obviously, because mm-hmm. uh, I just met you like, <laughs> an hour ago. <laughs> um, but I fe- I get the feeling that you're a very driven person very goal oriented you know what you want and you go after it and I, I really respect that <laughs> you also talked about like your QHO um, thing so you, clearly you have a lot of empathy for um, other people and you like really strive to help others yeah thanks <laughs> I, I hope this isn't the same thing but mm-hmm. I, I get the feeling that you're a very passionate person um, you know, very in touch with your emotions, um, and just real, you know, like very, very authentic, no, very, just very authentic, (laughs) like you're not hiding who you are, and, and that's a really, really cool characteristic to have. One more, I guess like in general, this is like kind of broad, but I think you're like, just really striving to make the world like a little bit of a better place. (laughs) I get the feeling that that you're a really funny person. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you have the ability to just like go into a room and brighten it up and <laughs> and really give off a lot of positive energy and um and just I don't know, find find the good in in everything. I think that's really cool. I hope so. <laughs> okay. Um what, if anything, is too serious to be joked about? Oh no. I feel like so much shouldn't be joked about. I feel like so much shouldn't be joked about, but then I also have, like, kind of a stupid sense of humor where I find, like, really terrible things to be funny. I think one thing, personally, that's too serious to be joked about is, like, mental health and, like, especially eating disorders and that sort of topic. Um, Just because, like, I personally, like, have never dealt with an eating disorder, but I know, like, so many people that have mm-hmm. and, like, so many of my friends have. Um, 
so I think that really like strikes a chord. Yeah, there's just a lot of things. <laughs> One thing that, like me- mental health and mental illness, mm-hmm. I 100% agree. Um, something that really gets to me, and I never, I don't really find funny, um, or like depression jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's really like, yeah, it's it's definitely touched like me personally in terms of friends and yeah, um, stuff like that. But as well, I think suicide, I think, is never funny. Mm-hmm. Um, suicide jokes are never funny. I've, like, had to say to one of my friends who, you know, made a joke about suicide that, listen, like, I, I don't joke about that. No. Like, that's yeah. that's not funny to me, which is not an easy thing to do. <laughs> no, um, for sure. But I just, I just will never think that that's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, is there something you've dreamed of doing for a long time? If so, why haven't you done it? Um, not really. Not anything huge, honestly. When I was younger, a big one was, like, I really wanted to go to the Olympics. <laughs> but, like, that obviously hasn't happened just yeah. because, like, that's not something you can just make happen if you want it. I mean, they always say that, like, oh, just follow your dreams, but, like, it's not that mm-hmm. easy. Um, I guess I've always kind of thought about... One thing I've always wanted is to work in the fashion industry, um, and that's, like, been a thing since I was, like, a little child. Um, and I guess I just haven't done it because, like, the right opportunity hasn't come up yet. Mm-hmm. Like, even next year um, for full-time work, like, I'm not... I really was hoping to be in the fashion industry. Um, but just, like, right now, I think, like, that's not exactly... I accepted another job, and it's not in the fashion industry. So I don't... Just at this point, I think, like, that's a better opportunity than, like, doing that. But I mm-hmm. do, like, eventually want to end up in fashion. So... I think that's just something like more long term, maybe. Yeah. Um, I think for me, something I've dreamt of doing for a long time would be like working on a vineyard in the south of France or Tuscany. Mm-hmm. I really, really, really would want to do that, and I have for a long time, and I just haven't because it just hasn't been feasible. <laughs> like if if I was to go and do that for a summer. You know, I'd be paying for my flight. Yeah. You know, and then I'd be paying for like like stay over there and and like my visa costs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it just hasn't been that feasible. I mean, I think that's why I haven't done it. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows now? I mean, realistically, like yeah. I could just do that. You could. Um, that's just something I've like I idolized for a while. You should look into that. Yeah, I just think it would be super cool. Like, what an experience to just like work on it like and and the weather's just Mm -hmm. incredible and I don't know it's just what an experience that would be (laughs) yeah I like that so random (laughs) yeah I know it's just super random but um tell your partner what you like about them be very honest this time saying things that you might not say to someone you've just met Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not going first (laughs) (laughs) um Oh my gosh. Um, oh gosh, I don't know. There's so much I could say, but I think I feel like I'd say it anyways. Um, I think the least likely thing I'd say to someone I just met would be that I think like you're really good looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. Thanks. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's probably, like, something least likely. Um, 
Um, no, I kind of wish I went first. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like I'd just tell you kind of what I have been telling you. Uh, I feel like that's kind of been my, what I've been going by for this podcast, very honest and yeah. open. Um, I don't want to steal yours. I'm trying to think of something else. I do think you're very... Can I, can I steal can hers? Okay. okay, I think you're very pretty. And I would not say that just outright to a stranger. <laughs> that could be a bit weird. Thank you. Now, I know what you're thinking. What happened to Nick and Mariana? Are they dating? Have they become best friends? Will they never speak to each other again? We only just recorded the podcast, so I don't have any of those answers. However, what I can tell you is that this episode made it clear to me that the 36 questions do accelerate closeness among two strangers. So next time you meet someone new, be open. Ask them lots of questions, and you will undoubtedly discover that you have a lot more in common than you might have thought. Do you want to be featured on the podcast? With a partner, a stranger, or maybe even an ex? Check out the description below for details. You can find us on Instagram at pillowtalkpodcast underscore and on iTunes at pillowtalkthepodcast. If you like the podcast, make sure to leave a review and subscribe. Thanks for listening.